1: you can't put in, you can't pour confidence into them unless you, you have to live it. I don't think you can speak it. And I just really, if I sat down and said to a mom, you know, like, if if a mom said to me, I just wish they had more confidence. I would look at them and be like, how much confidence do you have? Drop it like a hat, drop it
2: like a hat, drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? I hope it's giddy giddy. okay it is a tuesday podcast and i am wearing a bright highlighter sweatshirt again but i thought if i opened up the chest it would look a little bit more unique
1: i did cinematic by the way
2: i can't i'm not allowed why because alexa said do not do cinematic okay so i guess i'll stop (laughs) uh i could do it okay back guys it's uh tuesday and it's been quite the journey of days life and years it's like we go uh. through hubs of time where we like pff, podcast mm-hmm. and then we're like oh, we spend too much time in the basement let's go live some life yeah and, and, and then we're like and then we're like oh you need to podcast it's so funny i see like so many podcasts are like i gotta sit down and i gotta do my podcast you know and i'm like because it creeps up on you especially when you do four a week Which we love, by
1: the way. When I'm going away next week, so we have to bank, which we have to do a bunch more because when I'm away, Mm -hmm. we won't be podcasting. So I have to get a whole bunch out. We're just going to talk a lot this week. I like that. You know, it's really interesting because I had parent-teacher interviews and um, I've been very cognizant of making sure that I speak about my children when I don't think they're listening about them, the things I want them to think of themselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The self-reflection, they asked my son to do a Mm self-reflection and everything that I tell him or told him was a self-reflection. And I was like- So was Chloe's.
2: So was Chloe's. Something she said, you said, those are my words.
1: Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. It's working. Shit. And then, um, it's so interesting because on our way home from a dance competition, one of the, well, Taylor's like, I- I didn't like that one this much as I liked it better last year. Was saying it like mm-hmm. didn't my daughter mm-hmm. the next day say the exact same thing? Repeat Taylor's words to a T. Not I didn't even know if she realized no. that she was speaking Taylor's words. Yeah, and I was like, I said, Chloe, that's not true. Actually, you loved it and you had a different experience. I said, Taylor, did it, you didn't even go last? You watched it last year for half an hour you weren't there it wasn't your experience that's,
2: so who was she talking to
1: the gr- like the car like mm. to me Olivia, I mm. had to be like that's not your experience honey you laughed your face off you went for dinner you had so much fun and i just thought to myself i think they're so young they can't determine
2: What's what their experience and their, or what who or their influencers experience
1: it was the when i was like taylor you're repeating word for word like literally word for word what she said. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, "You, that's, she's like, last year was so much better. I'm like, <laughs> you, you, what? Oh. I was like, dude, like you, you went as a, as a, a as a, as a viewer last year. So you at the funny. time, this is your second competition and let you at the time of your life. Mm-hmm. Nice try though. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, I was like, wow, we're so, um, you really can manipulate your children mm. to what you want them to think. <laughs> also, I was at the park and Chloe was being shy. With her friend, Mm -hmm. because her friend had another friend there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she sat like beside me, Mm -hmm. and I said to the other moms, because she was like, they're like, do you want to come play? Do you want? And she kept being like, no, no. And I said to them, oh, it's so interesting because usually Chloe's so confident and she just makes a million friends the minute she walks into a room. It's just so curious. Like I go, she's really. It's interesting that she's she's not feeling that way today. And then she's like, I'll be right back, and then ran and went and played.
2: And I just, she's like, I don't want that to be my narrative.
1: The minute I that that she's not shy, that she's not confident today, and then mm-hmm. she just went and played, and I was like, I just manipulated the shit <laughs> out of you, and you weren't even aware, yeah, that I just, I just mm-hmm.
2: reverse psychology you. Yeah, and then it's crazy because then you know our words will always be important to them, but then it, that's going to mix with like an example, Taylor. It's going to mix with um, your words plus the people they look up to, who no matter yep. who they are.
1: Yep, and in our dance competition. Taylor and Chloe dance together for the same studio, and so they're at the same competitions. And Taylor is obviously a lot older than Chloe's team, and is like a, a is like the queen. Like everyone's like Taylor, like Taylor gets on the stage, and they just scream for Taylor, the little <laughs> which, girls, which is so funny because they're all like, "Go, Taylor!" and then. I'm like, that's your clout, Chloe, eh? that you get to hang out with mm-hmm. Taylor. So like you get to go with Taylor, you get to be with Taylor. And I'm like, so you've got clout in Taylor. It's just very cute. So obviously Taylor has a huge influence mm-hmm. on Chloe mm-hmm. and her thoughts and the way she can do things. And I was like, that is just so fucking mind blowing that really um, words matter. Mm-hmm. And if you can, you can narrate their, their vibe for them. Mm-hmm. You can actually do it. Mm-hmm you can put in good or bad mm-hmm. and it's never too late. Yeah. And if you if you talk about them, not to them, but about them to like a friend and don't think they're listening,
2: mm-hmm. they're fucking listening. And uh, we did spend that last weekend at dance and we're going again to dance this weekend. That's correct. Two weekends in a row. Yep. It is such... Uh, It's such a nice environment. I know. It is so positive. Everyone's so kind to each other. Girls lend each other things like Uh eyeliners and lip glue. I mean, eye glue and all this stuff. It's just like, it's, I'm like, Taylor never, never, because the moms were asking me, is Taylor going to be doing it again next year? Taylor will be doing it until the end of time. Let me tell you. I know. It's, please. I know. It's sad though, because she is getting less and less interested. I wouldn't say she's less and less interested in dance at all. I mean, she never complains, never misses. No. Um, it's just that there are girls at that age that like they need to, they need more focus on schoolwork. So they can't spend 12 hours at the, at the thing and they have to decide. And I mean, for me it's like hard because she's at dance so often and that, Sometimes becomes like her teacher's like, well, I know she's at dance, but she has to, you know, put priorities and all this. And I'm like, in a different situation, I'd be like, if you don't get good marks, you're not going to dance. But I want her to go to dance like as much as she wants to go to dance.
1: I know. Because
2: it's she also that- their confidence,
1: right? Like, oh. it's, I think that we are so crazy with schoolwork, but like we, we, it takes away their like overall mental health yeah. of what they're doing in their life and being connected to other things. It's like and other
2: people and another world. It's like, I, I, and I, I have to say it, I say it to Kat and I just, I just, I love it. Cause I remember, you know what I was like as a teenager and other girls. And these girls are walking around teenagers blossoming in all their beauty from hair to boobs, to periods, to everything, walking around in front of everybody in a bathing suit, sometimes like a bikini. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I know. I, I,
1: I know it, it, it is like such an, and an all body types. You all guys. body types. I think that that's the biggest misnomer is that people are like, you've got to, because I guess it's not ballet. It's like, it's full body types. And as they get older, their bodies obviously change and get bigger. Right. Because mm-hmm. they're not rails. Like they're not like little rails anymore. And you're watching, the little girls are watching like 15 year olds with full woman bodies, mm-hmm. not like strong bodies like right. you have to be strong to do what they're doing yeah. and it's like they're not shy they're not like hidden under it it's like they are like so yes it's um, such a good example for the younger kids to see these bodies too oh my, oh my god to watch because if you are a child with not that body because mm-hmm. there are a lot of the dancers who are naturally very lean and Just like, like
2: there's lots of everybody that's are naturally lean
1: yep and and the other children are are that they're watching are all different body types and people one body type's not winning Mm-mm. one hair look is not winning Mm-mm. not one dance is winning it's like all variety of dances but poor little Chloe sat there and we fucking watch dance all weekend like mm-hmm. her, her her dedication is real and she's like wish i made it to the finals Mm -hmm. and i was like thank god you didn't because we'd be in a basement all weekend but
2: i thought that was so cute that she was like i really Mm -hmm. i want to be there Mm -hmm. because i was like thank god we're Mm -hmm. out here yeah well also because this competition our girls only got to dance once i know if you get made to the finals at least you're involved for long because it's just about being involved it's really the life behind the stage too if you're not super super competitive but i have to say i used to think the dancers had to have I'm just learning this for the first time. I don't know anything about dance, right? But like I'll watch like America's Got Talent and stuff. And you see the dance troops; They all have like, you know, lean bodies. I didn't know that you could be like, quite bigger than everybody else and be freaking flipping around and doing splits. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't know that until I started going to dance. I thought they, and I always thought like, oh gosh, I hope Taylor doesn't feel the pressure of these girls all being so... <laughs> Lean and stuff, and I'm like, nope, no, they every single kind, yeah. And thank and I, goodness,
1: thank goodness. And I, I you know, I know that that I'm, I'm sure that some of them struggle with eat like um disordered eating. And you know, I'm not saying that it's a perfect sport, but I don't know, I don't know if dance is necessarily the trigger because. The only thing is you are looking in a mirror. It could be a trigger, but I don't think it's a catalyst. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think it's, I think if you've got things in you Mm -hmm. and like more surroundings, it could definitely be something that triggers. Because you have to be naked all the time. And mirrors. Yeah. And you're comparing yourself Mm -hmm. and you are looking at, you know, other people Mm -hmm. beside you all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not something, it's like such a, a powerful because there's all types of dance, it's not just like ballet or like I think it's ballet that has the, like the worst rep because they weigh them. I think you have to be so tiny, especially if you're doing lifts and like. Yeah. Hopefully, it changes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I I don't know I don't know of that of that yet. And so far, mm. our girls um, really have not touched upon have not touched upon this this thing of not being small enough mm-hmm. or thin enough mm-hmm. or pleasing other people for the way they look.
2: Mm -hmm. But at the same time, being aware of the differences and just knowing this is what I am. Let's take a quick break and then touch on that.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com
0: slash host.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash and today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash cat and Nat. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves love your skin again, go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. What do you mean? Like, it's like, I feel like my daughter is like, she'll She is aware that her body, like I'm not going to say specific things that she'll say, but she's aware that, you know, it's hard for me to wear this kind of clothes, not because she needs to lose weight, because that doesn't work for her body type, Mm -hmm. you know? And she's been like that for a long time. Like, um, well, they can wear that. She can wear that. But I need to wear this. Got it. You know, because I guess because it's comfortable and like she's like she was there was frustration for a little bit that mm, um, the pants that people were wearing that were like, like, you know, like straight leg and loose. We're skin tight on some parts of our body. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's annoying because I can't like go all the way up a size. This is my body. And I said, there is like, I worked at a jean store and if you guys don't know this, they can, they can change the jeans to fit your body and it doesn't like cost that much. So a lot of people, women naturally will have a bigger, bigger hips and bum and thighs and then a smaller waist. It happens often. It's not my case, but they can, this is something they do all the time taking in the waist. And I remember telling people when I worked at the jeans store and they're like, are you serious? Cause I wouldn't have known either. I just thought these jeans don't fit, but Yeah, you go bigger size and you can take in the waist and that's really common for women, but people don't know. I know
1: that you can, and you can make things out. You can take things out too, in certain spots. Like a lot mm-hmm. of our dresses we have to take out mm-hmm. here or go down here or go up here so they can alter them. Listen, you the alterations if you find a wicked seamstress mm-hmm. it's not terrible but you can
2: like remake a dress because you know you're not necessarily a small you're a small on your boobs but you're a large on your chest side, You know, on your like ribs and then you're all these and they don't make they don't they can't make clothes custom no. so you can take them to dressmakers and you can take and you can be like I could never wear that and then you you buy it and you take it and they're like yep I can do this for you
1: The other thing is I think a lot of people question like you know and I'm not blaming moms at all in this conversation. And I really want to make that like, like so super clear. But I, I really do wonder how many people are insecure or not confident in their own bodies and their own selves without even knowing it and not even speaking it but passing it along to their children without them being mm-hmm. aware that that's how they feel. Because I really think that as moms, you can't put in... You can't pour confidence into them unless you you have to live it. I don't think you can speak it. And I just really, if I sat down and said to a mom, you know, like, if a mom said to me, I just wish they had more confidence, I would look at them and be like, How much confidence do you have? And this is not to be like it's because of you. I just don't think you can fill up their cup if you they don't if they if you don't believe that you have it. How are they supposed to believe that they have it when you're not living it? And it's not even the way you speak about yourself or the way you live. It's like, it's kind of like a nature where the animals know who's weak and sick without them even having to say it mm-hmm. because it's like this way you carry yourself. It's the way you talk to other people. It's the way you accept compliments. It's the way you...
2: I was just thinking, it's so funny. I was just thinking about that with, um. I, I don't know what boy I was with, but I was out in public and I was, I, I don't know why it just like hit me. I was like, the way that we treat servers, um, Mm. people in, even like people in like parking lots, like other cars, or like in traffic, or in um, doctors, and all, like all of this stuff, they are, they're they're learning how to interact with the world by watching you, Mm -hmm. and I just, I just thought to myself, I thought, you know, because some people are just kind of cranky out there, and I was like, they're watching me being like so friendly to people, I hope that they, that they take that with them. Because I'm not doing it intentionally, but it just crossed my mind. Like, just to be a nice person in the world.
1: I I think we underestimate that so much because if you think of our younger generation, we used to hear, we used to have to, number one, talk on the phone. We used to hear our parents have to talk on the phone. Mm -hmm. And we used to hear, like, business meet. Like, you used to actually hear everyone talking, and now everyone just emails or texts. Mm -hmm. And even, like, to book a restaurant, you have to go Mm -hmm. online and Mm -hmm. do it. Like, there's no longer manners of, like, hi, I remember the time when... I had to teach my children how to say hello when they answered the phone because they, they yes. and to say goodbye. And it's a real thing because they yeah. were never on the phone. They just, if you watch your teenagers, they'll just hang up on yeah. each other and they won't know to say hello, goodbye. There's no phone manners because they've never watched us mimic us do it. And often when you call your partner or you're, someone you're really close with, they're like, what's up? Yeah. Not like, hey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to remember whenever you pick up the phone to mimic what you want them to do because mm. this is all they're going to hear mm. of phone talking. Is Or like, yeah, you know? And they do that. And I'm like, fuck no. Say hello to me. Mm. And then let's move on.
2: Mm. Like my kids are like. Yeah, no, I don't think my kids are ever going to be like, hey, mom. Actually, Teddy does it, but with sarcasm.
1: Oh. Hey, mommy. I just, when they have to call someone and you have to be like, hi, ask for them. What do I do? Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you serious? You don't know how to make a phone Mm -hmm. call, right? I'm not calling them. I'm like, Mm mm-hmm. Olivia to make a table reservation. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I'm not doing that. I'm like,
2: oh, I've heard her do it. She's fine. Now she does it. Yeah. The first time I'm like, I'm not
1: doing this for you. Call.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But even making reservations and stuff like that, because that's the stuff that they're going to need to know how to do. Exactly.
1: And call to talk to someone, to change something, to do something. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to have to learn how to talk on the phone. But all of this confidence and like all of the way we, I just, I think you have to live it. And I think we spend so much pressure on trying to teach it to them. And I don't think it has to be that complicated.
2: And we've had teenagers express to us like they and they see through their parents too like this one teenager basically told us like her mom's obsessed with working out and eating clean and no sugar and she was so annoyed with her mom because in a way to this younger teenager first of all she like inherently felt the pressure but also she's kind of like it's because from a kid's perspective, if ever, everything they're learning, like people are trying to tell them to like not don't worry about these kind of things, just live your life like do is like you're annoyed with your mom for not being so 2023 20, about it. You know, I, know.
1: Like, I mom, know, like
2: that was maybe when you were young, it's OK to say that stuff and do that stuff. But like that's not how it is anymore.
1: I know. And what they pick up when you're not aware, like even because Natalie cooks and I think when you're a chef, you you you're not you don't eat the food. Like, you don't sit down and eat the meal. Mm-hmm, like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of like you eat your way yeah. through the meal. Yeah. And then Chloe's like, you don't, you never eat.
2: No, she says, I've never seen you eat.
1: I've never seen you eat. But Natalie's usually it's the so one cooking. funny. And I
2: thought that was such an, for a seven-year-old
1: yeah. to have that interpretation of mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. not eating mm-hmm. is so
2: weird. weird. And she just said it off the cuff. And it's so funny because I have always, like, by the time the meal is served, I'm already full because I'm tasting it all the way through. Like I think about like my pastas and my meals. I need to know if it's good. And then dinner is always like a little bit later. So I'm going and just like tasting it until it's time to serve them. Then when I sit down to dinner, I'm not ready for a full meal. You yeah. know, like I'm already kinda of full. I know. And then I might pick off their plates or if there's some leftovers when they're done eating. But like I rarely will sit down and fill my plate the way they fill their plates.
1: I know. It's just such an interesting, but they wouldn't know why.
2: No. They're just
1: like, you don't eat. Yeah. And you, it's just such a, I, I was know, like, so funny. but again, that's such an important lesson for every mom to hear this that like, fucking sit down and fill mm-hmm. your plate and eat with them. Mm-hmm. Like, eat with them in your plate because mm-hmm. I think all of us are guilty. I stand at the counter mm-hmm. because they all want water. They all want things. Like, I don't sit, I actually very rarely sit down at dinner time because usually someone is like, can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have this? And I think that's why a table's
2: good because we just sit at the bar. Yeah. I, I actually do sit down with them most nights now and like, I'll call them all over and then I put like, like the food in the middle of the table, and they serve themselves. I'm not necessarily eating it, so you know. But um, they they all sit they all sit down to eat dinner now, which also makes me be like, don't leave the table without taking your dishes. You know? yes. But I mean, it's it's God, it's I mean, it's crazy if I see them stand up and walk away from the table with a plate when we're sitting at dinner and without a plate. Like, what do you what What do you mean? Oh, they when they don't clear the, the table, they'll walk away from the table and they'll leave their plate there. But when you're sitting at it like a proper table, it's very obvious who didn't take their plate. I know. But then again, you know what? Like, we blame them, but have I been taking their plates for too long? Because if if there was no option, they would absolutely never leave the table without their plate. So like I we need to just make it a habit. No one's taking your plate. I mean, my neighbor, best. He didn't clean up his shit. She put his shit on his bed. Well, I fucking love that, by the way. It's so
1: I just think that, you know parenting is so much work like when you actually have to like break it down when you're trying to like build, when you're trying to create a person's persona and who they are and then like confidence and like make sure you're putting them in the right sports but not the sports that are going to fuck them up for life and make sure that there's not too much pressure but if they want the pressure like it's just this constant juggle right especially if you have kids who um like want to be in high level sports and i just the balance of trying to to live the confidence make sure that they're feeling it because i don't know many kids who toddlers are born confidently most are just born it. Mm -hmm. And then at some point we begin to dig it away. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of hit like peak non-confidence. I want to say around grade seven, eight, nine, like you begin to just get like, like lose everything, Mm -hmm. including boys. I think boys are really under the radar of what we think. They're just confident kids. I think boys have, just as much confidence issues as as girls have, I think they just are given
2: more permission. Well, and, especially, and I, I feel like especially more now because, like, everything... Boys, you know, boys when we were younger... As like, I was never a boy, so I don't know, but I got a lot of brothers. It's like they just had to, like, do. But now with, like like social media and some of the really famous beautiful people young people being boys with their hair and their bodies and
1: their earrings and their nails and their makeup.
2: <laughs> so it's kind of like become more of an an, an even playing field and like you know um it, and it's very much like like bodies where we didn't really think about boys bodies. I know that some boys had body issues when we were younger for sure, but now like they're seeing boys having buff bodies and taking their shirts off. Yesterday, my boys commented that they saw three men, boys, three different guys with their shirts off yesterday. And they all said what they look like. One was a hairy bear. One was ripped with a six pack. And one just had like a like a like a good, smooth body with no hair.
1: The only thing is that men have a better, but men often have a better representation because everyone all the men take their clothes off often without like older men. So they're constantly watching people with their clothes off in a very different way than when women. That's why if you're a woman, hold on. let's take a quick break
0: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: That's why if you're a woman- Take your clothes off. Literally take your fucking clothes off. I don't care what you look like. Like, Take
2: your clothes off for your children's, for your children's children, because if you wait until you're a certain place, it's fucking crazy. It's really hard to take your clothes off for the first time, and that's one of the things that I admire so much about the dancers is that there's never going to be a time when they are like at a pool with- a bunch of people are at a resort and they're nervous to take the clothes off because the dancers have been naked their whole life. Wait,
1: not only naked, judge too. Mm.
2: Like actually
1: judged mm. by judges. Mm.
2: <laughs> Judging the way they look in, in their
1: dance mm. because your dance is your body. Mm. It's your movements. Mm. So they're being like judged while they're doing it, which is so fucked up when you really think about it, but amazing because it's about a dance, not about your actual body, yeah. but what your body can do. Mm-hmm. So if you are a woman out there, I
2: just, I just, I hope this summer wear your bathing suit and wear it around. And you not only will, um, be a great example for your children, but you also inspire other women to be like, fuck it. I also think that we think this conversation is so done
1: because it's been having for so long. But every time we talk about it, someone's like, thank you for reminding me. I went and bought a bathing suit. So I guess it has to continue on and, and keep going. And you know, there's a lot of, it's a lot of conversation about, um, What bodies, what people's bodies look like, Mm -hmm. and what, like, we still tear women down no matter what size they are. Mm -hmm.
2: It's so fucking crazy. Like, you wanna be like, shut, everyone just shut the fuck up about it. Talk about something else, anything else. I know. You know, things that actually matter. I know. But it's what people wanna talk about, hopefully. But But why? I don't know. I'm like, I just feel like it's been forever.
1: Like weight loss being an obsession.
2: Yeah, and then I was like... I you
1: just, just lost weight at the wrong time.
2: Mm-hmm. I did, no, but I also like... It's like we should go back
1: over the years. And, I know. And be like this. It's like, you know the problem is I think people... I should
2: actually take pictures of times when... You know uh, what I mean?
1: For over the years. Yeah. I know. And actually, your arms and legs have always been small. Yeah. You've never had big arms or legs. Like that, you're, everyone's always been like, oh, your legs are so banging. It's just, it's like... Yeah. It's, it's like... It's so fucking,
2: and it's so it's so annoying. And I, you know, the one thing I was thinking, I was, I get I get magazine subscription in my house. I don't know. I feel
1: like your husband gave it to as a present
2: one yeah, year. Yeah, it's not stopping.
1: Yeah, they're not going to stop it unless you cancel your subscription. Oh,
2: perfect! I love getting it. Yeah, because it just it, it's such a. You memory. think they're going to cancel
1: it? They're just going to auto renew you, babe. But my
2: other ones don't get auto renewed. Which ones? So like I had like a home one, I had um, two. Uh, I, I remember f- when he
1: got this for you. Yeah,
2: me too. I got so many. I got home food and I got like... Um, Maybe they all went under. Oh, right. <laughs> There's only one Nobody's left. Nobody's reading magazines. Anyway, every time I see it, it's like I feel like it's uh, so nostalgic, an actual magazine. So I hadn't read them, but last night I read... I was reading them and I also stayed up and watched a murder by myself my husband fell asleep in bed I was like this is so nice thank you for falling asleep thank you for falling asleep and just like letting me watch something in bed and then I turn off the light and like that hasn't happened in so long so um but I'm looking in the magazines and I'm like like runway models and models they're still thin like I
1: know if you, if you but, look at Revolve, it's just skinny so it's, models. Okay,
2: so it's never going to stop. So, well, I mean, what do we, just need to get over this thing? Because yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah you it's never going to stop. Nope. The only thing I was really impressed with was when I went into anthropology, and it's more than it ever. They used to have a smaller section. It is fully, half the store has mannequins that are, you know, mo- um, sample size. And all the clothes. The huge section of like, Plus size, I don't know if the an inclusive size. I don't know, like all the way up, and the mannequins
1: are all representative of that.
2: I never seen it like that. It was, it was, and their clothes are beautiful for for all of them. I've yeah. never. and like, only an American company can afford to do this. Like, yeah, 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 that's you know true. What I mean, like, to be able to carry all those sizes is something only a big company can do.
1: I just, I think that we need to get fucking over what everyone Ugh. else is doing, and I, Ugh. you know, the whole thing about being. I do believe that, like you know, you can, um, you, our children should not be impacted by what other people are doing. Like if we're trying to teach them about peer pressure and like pressures of the world, like if they're around people who what that's what they value, then you need to like really question their own values. Because I really do think that we can in a way create a culture where if we stopped beating the shit out of it every single time we opened yeah. up our our phones or online I feel like the conversation would be so much more because even when we talk about weight loss as an obsession it's a problem and when we when we comment on women's bodies and like tear it down it's an obsession obsession and, and we need to be like you're so much more than what if we're if we're claiming we're so much more than our bodies then we need to fucking live that right and stop being like oh, this, oh, that, don't say this, don't do that, oh, don't post that because now you're, thin. like,
2: it's fucking insane. It is, it's crazy. It's
1: literally insane. And I
2: heard someone say, like, weight loss is the, the, my weight loss is the least interesting thing about me. And that's the annoying part, is, like, a lot of people, maybe some people that are having, like, transformations, and they're, and they're working to get stronger, and all of this, and, like, they want to talk about that to inspire others, that's good. But, like, the, the, the constant just conversation about it in general, aren't we tired of it?
1: I think there's like a few things and maybe this is a part two podcast and probably is a part two podcast, but number one, um, the way you lose weight is, is that's the obsession right now. So like, you know, if someone and what we what we think is acceptable and not upset, upset, acceptable is also the problem because now we're judging people's decisions, their own body decisions on what they're doing. So let's say someone has gastric gastric bypass mm-hmm. surgery. Mm-hmm. If you're this weight. That's acceptable. So mm-hmm. if you're over a certain weight, okay, that's fine. You can do that because you, so now we're, we're, we're judging. We're making
2: our own judgments about um, when you can and cannot. When you cannot. Loser. So that one's
1: fine. Um, let's just say you ha- uh, take um, uh, ADHD medication, which generally makes you not hungry mm-hmm. and makes you focus more. So maybe you can work out now. Is that acceptable? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Like, I don't know. We'd, we'd, have to, we'd have to put it out to the world to decide if they believed it was acceptable. Uh, the Sudgulamundugu diets, the, the Ozempics or whatever the fuck they called. Who deserves that? Who doesn't deserve that? Which one's acceptable? Which one's not acceptable? I, who, who's deciding? I don't know. Uh, what if you have cancer and you're losing weight? And no, they don't want to talk about it. And you lose a whole bunch of weight. And, and, oh, you know what? That's not your fault. I'm
2: sorry. Like, we're in such a fucking dangerous territory of who we think is worthy of what. It is so fucked up to me. And it's still, and it, and I mean, it still goes on also with like, I, I still can't believe some of the things I see when celebrities have like gained weight and then they take pictures of them on the beach. And the story is like, so-and-so was like on the beach, but it's a terrible picture of them and we know what they're really saying. I know. It's just such a, fu- I can't, it's like the body,
1: mo- the body positivity movement Threw us back by always talking about bodies. Ugh, That's what it feels I feel like. I like. never talked about so much. And it feels like people are more worthy because of the size they are versus the people of what, like, you're more worthy and brave if you're one size versus another size. Mm. It's
2: just so fucked up. And, you know, it's funny. I, I like, I, I think of an example of some, like, it, when I was young, it took me so long to realize that, like, I, I was late to the game to know about eating disorders, working out, and food and calories and all of that. I was late to the game because where I live in the, in that house that I lived, it was not a conversation. Maybe it's because my mom was too busy to have the conversation. Maybe it's because she felt good in herself. She, she did, she went to exercise classes when she was younger. And I remember going to them, but like, it was not ever a conversation. So it like, even if there like, there was happening around, I didn't hear it. Maybe because there was no social media and the people weren't obsessed with it. But like, I don't remember when we were younger, it, it being talked about so much. And I don't think it was. I don't. And I remember when I found out that my friend had eating disorder. I was so, like, I felt like such an idiot. I couldn't believe I didn't know about this.
1: Let's take this to part two um, till next Thursday because I, let's get into weight loss. Mm-hmm.